What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Empowerment Zone podcast. This is season two. I don't know what the episode is. I ain't counting episodes no more, y'all. This is season two. So just understand that we're approaching 200 episodes, y'all. We are very close, very close. I think we have 175, 180, something around there. Um, we're, we're approaching 200. So if you're new to this podcast, please go back. I Please, please, because like the information that, that we've put on this platform, y'all, I'm t- is real number one is <laughs> relevant number two and it's going to help you in your journey right on your journey to wherever you're trying to go if you're trying to build your dreams if you're trying to uh finish school like whatever it is if you're listening to this podcast man and we're gonna go in on this today but um if you're listening to this podcast understand one thing you are not only a dreamer you're a doer Right. Like you are not only a dreamer, you are a doer. You know, you know, you know, man, you know that there's more out there for you and you are striving to go get that. That's what this podcast is. That's what this podcast does. It it, it encourages us to continue on the journey, man, because the path is hard. We, We know this. Right. The path, it kind of, man, it can knock the wind out of us. The path can really like get us off of our game, man. And sometimes we just need to have something in our ear that's going to help us get over the hump. I know I needed it. I wish I could get like (laughs) I wish somebody was like back when I was trying to really like get into this thing. I wish I had a podcast that dropped daily that was just encouraging me and getting me right. Now I'm doing the coaching calls, you know, all that type of stuff. But I wish that existed back then. But anyways, guys, nonetheless, man, I want to drop right into the podcast. Y'all know I don't like to waste no time, man. Um, today I was at the gym. Like every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like every day. But today um, I have this uh, Nipsey Hustle uh, playlist that I that I made on my phone, right? Um and R.I.P. to Nipsey, man. It's it's crazy that he's gone. I still can't believe that. But I've been listening to Nipsey Price since what 2014, and man, really that Crit- that Crenshaw album really helped me, man. In a situation like <laughs> 2014 was a very rough time in my life, man. I-, I I talk about it on here before, you know. That was our eviction. That was our repo. That was our having to really humble ourselves and move back in with my wife's uh, grandparents. I mean, it, it, it was just crazy, right? And that, that album really helped me get through some things. So I'm listening to that in the gym. But then, like, the playlist has all of his, probably something from everything that he's ever put out, right? Um, and then this song from Mailbox Money came on, right? Called uh, That's How I Knew. That's How I Knew, right? And, and this song, man, this song, oh, my God. Y'all got to hear this song, right? Go listen to the song. Basically, he's talking about how he knew that he was like destined for greatness, how he knew that he was like chosen, how he knew that he was gifted, how he knew that he was different from his peers, how he knew, how he knew that he was going to do something that not many people could do, right? He talks about it in the song, y'all, and and it just makes me think about like, if you're listening to this podcast, you know like, you know that you the stuff. Like, I, I, I don't want to cuss. I don't want to cuss because we got kids who listen to this podcast. I want to keep it clean. But you know what I really want to say, right? You know you the stuff. 
Like, you know it. Like, you know. And, w- and when I say that, I don't mean that in a cocky way. You know that you are different. You know that you have a dream and that many people don't have. You know that, that you have a type of drive inside of you that many people just don't got. They call you crazy. They say they say you're irrational. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They like they just don't get you. Right? Like like they just don't you can't, you just don't fit in to the mold. But something in our lives, y'all, something in our lives makes us play to the level of everybody else. It makes us play to the level of everybody else. Like I found myself sometimes, y'all, just giving in to the to the pressure of just being like, yo, let me just kind of scale myself down because these people are not that intense, like especially in the work environment, especially in my job. Like when I was working at DFAS and, you know, I was working there full time. Uh, I was on active duty, active duty orders for four ye- or three years there. Right. So while I'm there, everybody was not pursuing the same things. Like everybody wasn't serious about their fitness. I had got obsessed with my fitness. Everybody wasn't serious about it. Everybody wasn't waking up at four o'clock in the morning. They could not understand. They thought I was nuts. Like literally, they I've I've walked past and hearing them talk about nothing. Like he, that dude's crazy or something. I don't know what's going on with him. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, I wasn't. I was treated like an outcast a lot of the times. A lot of the times I was treated like an outcast, and that was that was really my fault because. I wasn't trying, I wasn't even attempting to fit into that mode because I had, I have, I was so locked in on my goal, y'all. But then, like I said, over time, I kind of started giving into the pressures and I started kind of putting my, what could, what I, I would usually work during my work back. I would kind of put it to the side and then I would go out to lunch or do something with it, you know, trying to just in, integrate with the group. And when I did that, I found my dream starting to dwindle just a little bit, like just just a little bit. Like it, 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 I didn't feel like I had full control of it no more because I wasn't spending the, the same amount of time with it. So here's what I'm trying to say, y'all. Don't dumb yourself down, period. You know it. You know that you're different. You know that you possess something that not everybody possesses. You know that you have a gift. You know that you have a fight. You know that you have a dog inside of you. That 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 when you like literally you have nothing left. You're in the weight room. You have nothing left. And you're going to do one more rep. And then after you get done with that one, you're going to say no one more. And then you're going to put more weight on there just to see what you can do. Like you are different. Most people say, "No, I'm done. I did my workout. I'm done." So you better act like you know. No, I, I and I'm not saying in cockiness. Don't listen. This is not that type of podcast, y'all. This is not that type of podcast. I'm the, I, we, I, we don't do the cocky stuff. We're we're very we, on this podcast. We are very grounded. We are very humble, right? On this podcast, we are givers, y'all. We don't we don't like we're not, we're not cocky. We're not arrogant. Well, what I'm saying is, you need to walk around like you know that you the stuff. You need to walk around like you know that you're different. You need to let that part of you shine because other people need to see it and pull it out of themselves. Don't do it in a cocky way. Don't do it in a condescending way. Do it in a way that may uplift other people. Yo, I used to like it's really it's really the best way to really convey it is to just tell you, yo, I used to be in your shoes. 
right? Like, like that's why God takes us on this journey so we can go reach back. It's not to be cocky and arrogant and say, oh man, I, I, uh, I was, I was never like you, you know? No, no, no. We go back and we say, yo, I was just like you. I was depressed at one point. I was uh, unhealthy at one point. I was this at one point. And you go pull somebody up that you, but you need to show it. They will never be able to see that in them. If you don't show that, that in you. So I'm just, I listen, I made a list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I made a list. I checked it twice. This is how you know. This is how you know you different. Yeah, I told you we being practical, baby. We being real practical on this podcast. This is how you know. And I'm going to, and listen, I need you to, I need you to, um, listen to this intensely because I'm going to be very intense as I go down this list, right? I'm going to be very intense. Some of these I'm going to really kind of dissect in the fastest way possible. And some of these, you when I say it, you're going to know what I mean, right? So act like you know. This is how you know. This is how you know that you are different from everybody else. This is how you know you don't fit in the mold. This is how you know. Number one, you take ownership. And not only do you take ownership, you take a chapter out of Jocko Wilnick's book and you take extreme ownership. It's never nobody else's fault. Never. Not even if it's somebody else's fault. It's your fault for trusting them. It's your fault for giving them that power. Listen, I wasn't mad at my job when I felt like I was stuck. Like when I felt like I couldn't uh, transition. I wasn't mad at my job. I wasn't mad at my boss for the way that they may have treated me or the way that they didn't see my greatness. I wasn't mad at them. I was mad at me. See, that's our problem, y'all. We're never mad at self. We're already mad at everybody else. Point the finger. Them, 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 them. It's never, you, we never step up to the plate. But listen, if you listen to this podcast, yeah, you take, you take ownership. You take extreme ownership. You're different. You're not like everybody else. You take extreme ownership, meaning even if it's somebody else's fault, it's my fault. Why? Because I played a role. My life is not outside of my control. I own my life. I own this. This is my life. I take ownership of my life. So if I'm not winning in my business, guess what? It's my fault. It's, it's not an algorithm. It's, it's, it's not a, people say summer slowdown. What the hell does that mean? I, I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact that 365 days of the year, Walmart is doing numbers. I know that 365 days of the year, the mall is doing numbers. I know for 365 days of the year, every shoe store, Foot Locker, Finish Line are doing numbers. It's not an algorithm. It's not, it's not none of that. It's me. I need to do more. I need to put more money in. I need to go harder. And it's never anything other than that. I'm sorry. I take ownership for everything. I take ownership. I take, and, and really y'all, it's painful because you have to humble yourself to do that. It may be your instinct to just go off. It may be your instinct to 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 just like point the finger because it may be their fault. Like it literally may be their fault. But those of us who know, we know that we won't even give them that type of power. See, that's the thing, man. People give their power away. You let your mom get you into an emotional state. You let your dad, you let you let your people who in your family talking about you or your friends talking about you or things going like like you the rumors around you like or what people are saying to you on social media. You let that bother you. You let that get you in a different emotional state. But those of us who listen to this podcast, those of us who know that we different, those of us who know that we're gifted, those of us who know that we're destined for success, guess what? We know that we don't give nobody else the power. 
The only person who has that type of power in my life or the only being that has that type of power in my life is God, my wife. Because my wife controls the temperature of the home. I protect, I provide, my wife controls the temperature. And God, of course, in my life is in control, period. But other than that, my, I listen, I love my mom. My mom can't get me into a different emotional state. I won't give her that power. I don't care what she says. My dad, my dad wasn't even in my life. But even if it was, I'm not going to allow him. Now, does that mean I won't get angry? Absolutely not. Does that mean that, that sometimes I won't act out of my character? I'm human. But what I'm saying is 99.9% of the time, I'm not letting nobody get me out of my character. As long as you don't put your hands on me, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to allow you to control my emotions. I take ownership of my life. This is my life. God gave me control over this body. This is mine. He gave me 24 hours. It's mine. You understand that? I take ownership. And that's how I know. And that's how you know. You take ownership. You take extreme ownership. And sometimes it hurts to do it. Sometimes, like, like you have to humble yourself. Sometimes it makes you like, man, why, why, why do I, why do I take ownership? And you don't blame yourself. That's not what we're talking about. We don't do victimhood, period. Right? But what I'm saying is, you take ownership. Like, I remember being in the military, man. Like, if I was running a shift or if I was in charge of something or... Any of that. Or if I was maybe the head person of something and something went wrong, I got to say it's my fault. I'm not going to be like, yo, no, it it was private, blah, blah, blah. He did that. Even though he did it, (laughs) it was on my shift. I got to take that fire. Ownership. It was on my shift. It got messed up on mine. Like, it was my, this this person was, was under my leadership. If something happens within my household or my kids, I got to take ownership. If something happens in my, I got to take ownership, period. Number two, you push harder when everyone else wants to rest. When everyone else wants to rest, you're like, what? Rest? I'm going back to the gym. I got a goal. Listen, you don't rest short of the goal. That's the difference between you and your peers and you know it. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that because, like I said, we can help people. We're not being cocky. We're not being arrogant. We're not acting like we're above people. That's not what we're doing. But we are going to give that energy out because other people can be transitioned, can be transformed by by those of us who possess this. Right? Those of us who possess this, just think about it. At one point, you may have been lazy. And then you saw uh, Eric Thomas or you saw somebody doing something great. And you said, I got greatness within me. And you started doing it. So that's the type of light I'm saying that we need to be. But number two, you push harder when everyone else wants to rest. Like I be in the gym, y'all. I, I try not to rest unless I know for sure. Like if it says two minutes to rest, I'm not resting two minutes. I'm sorry. And I'm adding in burpees. I'm not, I want my heart, re, I want my heart, I, I don't want to be in there for two hours. I'm sorry, I don't got that type of time right now. I'm, I, I got to get to my business, okay? I got I to I gotta put my hands on my business. I don't got time to be freaking at the gym for two hours. I don't got that time. I need to be in there with, the, I need to be doing my workout within an hour, and I really want to do 30 minutes to 40 minutes, nothing longer than that, so I'm killing it. 
I don't care what the weight is. I'm still going to hit that 315, go hit the bench, go do whatever else I'm doing, hit my burpees, and then I'll rest for maybe 30 seconds and I'll go right back at it or rest for a minute. Or I might just go back to back to back to back and then rest after the second set. Why? Because I, I am trying to be efficient. I am trying to push myself. I am trying to produce a different type of person inside of me. So guess what that takes for in order for me to get better in my cardio, in my cardiovascular system. The only way for me to get better in that system is if I intensify, if I raise my heart rate, right? My heart rate. So my heart gets used to pumping at a, at a higher rate and it re- can recover faster. So now I'll recover very fast because I've been doing this for an extended period of time. And then I'll switch it up during like the winter months. But during these summer months, I, I'm, I'm trying to shred but stay bulky. So I'm going to hit heavy weights. I'm going to hit heavy weights, but I'm going to push myself when I want to rest. I'm going to push through it. I'm going to push through it. And the same thing happens if you're running a business. You push through it. You are tired. You're sleepy. But the work isn't done. It isn't done. You didn't finish it. So you say in your own mind, I cannot go to bed until I finish this. I just can't. And you get it done. That's how you know. That's how you know. Number three, you know exactly what you want and you are hell bent on getting it. That doesn't really need to be explained, but I'm but I'm just going real quick, real quick. You know exactly what you want and you are hell bent on getting it. You won't accept anything short of what you want. Listen, I got goals. I got immediate goals, but I'm not settling for nothing short than being a multimillionaire. Nothing short because I know what I need to do. I know I know what my mission is. I know what I need to build. I need to build community centers. I can't do that with 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 a million dollars. I got to be multi-multi in order to make that happen. I got to be running some businesses that are top level. I got to study business. I got to do things differently. I know what I want and I'm hell-bent on getting it. I'd rather die than be unsuccessful. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Destry, you need some rest. I'd rather die than to be short of the goal. So that requires for me to take a little bit less rest right now. That's what I'm going to do right now. Now, I understand my body. I understand what's going to happen mentally if I do not get rest. So guess what? I'm going to go hard for a a short period of time and then I'm going to rest. I'm not stupid. But I'm hell-bent on getting the result. So until I get the result, I cannot rest. I cannot stop. I'm not going to say rest. I cannot stop. I cannot stop. <laughs> I cannot pause. I know what I want. I know what my target is. I know what it looks like. I, I see the number now. I know what I want. I see my immediate number. Right? We talk about visualization. I see my immediate number. And then I see, right, my future number. That I need in order to help the youth the way I want to help them. In need to, to the way that I want to help my community, I can't do that with, with less than what I, what I, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I know what I want and you know what you want. You know what you want. Let's not, that's, that, that what kills me sometimes, man. People who dumb themselves down, like I said in the beginning, like I've used to do that a lot. You know that, you know what you want. 
You're just afraid to either share it with people. You're afraid of what people may say. You're afraid that it won't make money. You're afraid of all the th- other things that come with it. But you know what you want. Now you just got to get hell bent on getting it. Like I said, man, Dennis Kimbrough, you better get this quote in your freaking skull. The passionate, committed mind can never be defeated. Do you understand what that means? Do you, I mean, I'm serious. Like, do you understand what that means? That Do you understand what passion is? It's a burning desire to achieve something. Right? It's an emotional state that literally gives you an, a high. Right? It gives you a high. Like, you, you get set on fire. But we all know that fires eventually burn out, right? The second part is commitment, meaning that you won't stop, meaning that you are dedicated. You may break your freaking arm while lifting that weight, but when your arm heals, you're going back to the gym. You're committed. You may listen right now. Your business may not be turning profit the way that you expected it to. But guess what? You're committed. You're going to keep on putting out better product. You're going to keep on uh, getting feedback and putting out a better T-shirt brand or whatever. Shout out to Nueva. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Wild Nueva, man. Uh, Follow them that that too, too. But anyways, come on now. You know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know exactly what you want. Now you just got to get hell bent. Or if you are already in that mode, you just got to stay hell bent. The passionate, committed mind can never be defeated. You are committed to the goal, meaning you won't stop short of the goal. Meaning, as a matter of fact, once you get to the goal, you're going to see what that looks like. And you're going to say, man, this ain't even nothing. I should have set a bigger goal. But you're committed to the goal that you set in the beginning. You're not stopping. You're not slowing down. You're not you're not going to uh, 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 retreat when things don't go like y'all the, the hardest like. The, and I didn't even feel and it's crazy because this is how I know I'm on the right path. The hardest thing y'all to do is jump. Is to decide, is to put that other stuff to rest, right? That's the hardest thing to do. But once you decide, remember we talked about the word decide, the the the, the uh, root word side means what? Genocide, homicide, all these different, to put to rest, right? I learned that on my coaching call. To put to rest. Once we decide that we're going to be successful, once we decide that we're going to leave our job, once we decide that, yo, this business is right where it needs to be, I can make this transition now. Once we decide... The hardest part is the jump, right? Well, the hard part is the actual jump. But once you decide, once you put it to rest, like, yo, I'm doing this, period, and you don't accept any other options, come on, man. <laughs> I'm doing this, period. But the hardest part is not turning back. Like, like, like we, we, we will retreat before we even make the decision. Oftentimes we we will we will retreat. But the hardest part, y'all, is not doing that. The hardest part is not retreating. The hardest part is not turning around. The hardest part is the actual decision to, to jump. But once you jump, you don't think about turning back. Once you sacrifice, once you really like, I promise you, even in our lowest moments in our business, I never thought about turning back. See, what I understand is that my, that your problem is not that you need a job, 
right? They like I know that we believe that the only way to make money is to have a job sometimes, but it's not that you have you don't have a job problem. You have a capital problem. So you have a f- to figure out a way. I learned this from my coaching call to get to the capital. Now, could the capital be a job? Yes. Or the capital could be th- this or that or any other of these different options that's out here in the world. You don't have a job problem. You have a capital problem. So I knew, understood that my problem was that I didn't have a job. My problem, I didn't have capital. I didn't have liquid money at the time. But I nowhere in that was I willing to retreat. Nowhere in that. So, And you're not willing to retreat. You are willing to die trying to be successful. The next one. You obsess over winning and being your best. You want to win, man. Anything to get the win. You don't want to lose, period. And when you fail, you understand. And this is what I mean. You obsess over winning. You even look at failure and you laugh at it. I've learned to laugh at failures. I learned to laugh when stupid stuff happens. Sometimes I do go over the top. Like this morning when I lost my dang on debit card somewhere, I was like, oh my God, this, this can't be real. But I bounced back. I got my mind right. And I found my card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you obsess over winning. You don't want to take no losses. And you understand that failure is just an opportunity to win now. You don't look at failure as a loss. You look at failure as a way to win. You track each and every day. You look back over that day and you say, I did not win the day because I did not achieve these five things that I set out to do to get closer to my dream. You obsess over winning and being your best. You are very shrewd with yourself. You look in the mirror and you say, yo, I'm holding me accountable. I'm not waiting for the world to hold me accountable. I'm holding me accountable. The next one, you work in between the gaps. Right. You work in between the gaps. You got a dream. You working on your lunch break. You learn, you working. You get a 15 minute break here, a 15 minute break there and you getting something done on your job. Right. You get these breaks and you and you getting something done on your job. You getting something done. You wake up in the morning just a little bit earlier, maybe 30 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier or something like that. You know, nothing too deep. 30 minutes earlier and you getting something done. You going on a walk. You getting your mind right. You work in between the gaps. You don't say, I don't got enough time. You don't use that excuse. We don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. I don't got time. No, 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 no. You work in between the gaps. You make time. Yeah, you on your job. I understand you at your desk. You listening to a podcast. If you have the opportunity to put headphones on, you better be learning something that day. I don't care if you work in a job. I don't care where you are. You work in between the gaps. You work in between the gaps. When you have a five minute opportunity, you're going to get something done. You're going to send that email. You're going to send that text message. You're going to call that person that you need to call in order to get that opportunity. You're going to do something. You're going to read an article. You're going to listen to something. You're going to watch a short YouTube video, something. The next one, you are a risk taker. You are willing to take risk. You're not afraid of risk. You know you can bounce back from anything. You got the get back up mentality. That's why I named my first book that. As a matter of fact, you can go to Amazon. You can type in my name, Destry, D-E-S-T-R-I. Last name, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N. And get my book called Get Back Up. And it teaches the mentality of a person who understands they can bounce back from anything. 
So you are willing to take risks. You're not locked in. You're not like, oh man, I don't know what's gonna happen. Listen, and especially, and, and this one really, this one really bothers me because it's like, maybe I am crazy, you know, because I am a risk taker. Even though I have a family, I'm willing to take a risk. Even though, even though I, 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 I don't have a desire to be secure right now. I have a desire to be secure in the future. I don't have a desire to be on right now. I have a desire to be on by the age 40. You understand me? <clears throat> I have a desire. I don't have a desire to necessarily uh, become a millionaire right now. Right now, don't get me wrong. I want to be one right now. But my desire, I understand that that takes time. I understand that the average person doesn't become a millionaire until like their late 40s, early 50s. And it's getting a little earlier now. So it's like early. it can be between 40 and 50, basically. But I understand most people don't turn a million dollars in their 30s. I know that it's possible. I know that it's that it's achievable. I know that I'm going after that. But guess what? I understand the journey. So I'm willing to take a risk. I'm willing to take a risk to win in 10 years. <coughs> so you're a calculated risk taker. You go all in. You're not willing to, like, you can't even feel okay with yourself doing anything short than all in. Doing thing, anything short than 105 to 10 to 20% of your ability, right? <laughs> the next one, the next one, the next one. I ain't going to waste no more time. No next one, the next one, because you're like, man, all right, I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm this person. This is me. I hear, I hear it, right? The next one, all or nothing. Leave nothing on the floor. We just talked about that. You leave nothing on the floor. You, you walk out of that gym literally feeling like yo i couldn't have done i couldn't have done nothing else my muscles are done you walk out of that gym like yo i pushed myself you walk listen you walk or you you rest at night matter of fact you don't even go to sleep you fall asleep because you're leaving it all out there you read you read a book you you did a you read a you listened to a podcast you got some work done you 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 ate healthy meals you did all this before 12 o'clock you know what I'm saying? You did all this before this. Like, you're very productive. You leave it all on the floor. You trying to get it done now, not not 10 hours from now. You don't, you don't, work. like, when I set my work schedule, y'all, I don't set my work schedule for me to work, like, seven hours a day. Are you crazy? I work in small bursts, and I knock stuff out. Right now, I'm about to hit the road. I decided to do this podcast first because I love y'all. I'm about to hit the road. I'm going to hit these stores. I'm going to get in and out of there as fast as freaking possible. I'm going to come back home. I'm going to list what I got. Right? Well, matter of fact, I'm going to have to spend some time with the kids because I know they're going to miss me. You know, daddy. Daddy's home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I'm going to list these shoes. And then I'm going to clean those shoes that I just got. And then I'm done for the day. Because I'm not, I can't take pictures of the shoes while they're wet, right? So, okay, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm, but I'm getting a lot done, y'all. I've already worked out this morning. I've already listened to an hour of content. And I've already done a 30-minute coaching session this morning. Being coached. I don't, I'm doing the podcast. It's not even 10 o'clock yet. It's not even 10 a.m. And I'm hitting the road now. It's not even 10 a.m. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I'm getting stuff done. 
And guess what? I'm not. I just decided in my mind. I've listened to Tom Billu, and he said he hasn't used an alarm in years. And he, Eric Thomas says the same thing. A lot of people say the same thing because they go to sleep at the same time and they wake up at the same time every day. Their body gets used to it, right? I'm no longer using an alarm clock. I'm allowing my body to rest. I'm going. But guess what? My body always wakes me up in six hours because I've, that's how I've done it in the last four four years. I probably didn't go to bed till dang near midnight. I woke up at like 5:45. Ready to rock. Ready to roll. Right? You leave nothing on the floor. Soon as your feet hit the ground. Soon as your feet hit the ground, you're ready to take off. You are ready to chase your dreams. You are hell bent on it. Next one. And when you're hell bent, when you're chasing, you play to win. And you keep score. You play to win and you're keeping score. That's what kills me, man. Some of y'all are afraid to see that you're not as productive as you think you are. And I ain't talking about nobody on this podcast, because I know if you listen to this podcast, right, <laughs> you highly productive. But no, for real, some of you are afraid to keep a journal and write down the five things you need to get done, because at the end of the day, you got to hold yourself accountable and you will find out that you're not doing the stuff that you said you were going to do. You are a liar. You are lying to yourself. Oh, Destry had, Destry had to come to that realization. Matter of fact, yesterday I had to come to that realization. I sat there and did a podcast about prepping and I didn't prep nothing last night. Ain't that crazy? Now, is that a habit that I that I do possess? Yes, I do. But did I do it yesterday when I sat there and did a podcast about it? No. I'm keeping score. Are you hearing me? I'm keeping score when I win. I keep in score when I lose. I'm keeping score. The next one. You are hard on yourself. And really, it's shameful. It's a good and a bad thing. You are hard on yourself when you should be um, congratulating yourself, celebrating yourself. You're hard on yourself. And then you're hard on yourself when you should be hard on yourself. But sometimes we need to we need to scale it back. We need people in my in our, in our lives, like my wife. My wife keep, keeps me very um, grounded in the sense that, no, you need to celebrate yourself. Because she knows I have no problem with keeping myself accountable. And she knows I have no problem with basically starving my desires to do things like say if i want a pair of shoes or something i'm like nah oh wow and it's like that's true. you got the money you worked hard you worked for this money please just go get you something you know and it's like no i'm gonna put that back into the bitch she's like no you already doing that just don't do that you know what i'm saying she has to keep me accountable she just did it yesterday because she's like, no, you just worked three months straight or 60 days straight. You haven't done nothing for yourself. You ain't even got a massage. You ain't did nothing. No, you need to go get you a massage. You need to spend 30 minutes over here. No work. You're hard on yourself. You push yourself so hard. You like, yo, am I am I nuts? Why am I doing this to me? <laughs> Why am I doing this to me? But anyways, guys, if you fall into these categories here, understand what I'm saying. You know you the stuff. You know it. You need to start acting like it. You need to act like you know. And guys, I'm leaving you, man. I'm leaving you. I love y'all, man. I love you for listening to this podcast. Yup, this is a long form podcast, but we needed this. We need to understand that we are the stuff. Not in a cocky way, but we need to shine our light so we can uplift other people. To their highest level. Stop letting people play short of themselves. Because you're dumbing down yourself. Stop it. You are a mirror. 
If you play down, other people around you will play down. Because nine times out of ten, you're probably the alpha in the room. The alpha female, the alpha male in the room. You're probably the one that's actually going after their dreams. While most of the people around you are not, you need to shine your light because that person has something to contribute. And they need to see somebody who used to be in their shoes in some form or fashion. But you turn it around and now you're on the path to greatness. Guys, I love y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for listening to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please share this podcast. Please leave a review. I'm dedicated. I'm committed. And remember, y'all, I remember, remember the passionate, committed mind can never be defeated. Be blessed.